Coming up today on the Dr. Linda Mental Show. Each day, write down three things that you're grateful for and just notice if your mood changes. It can really make a difference, and I've tried it a few times, and it really does lift a down mood. It makes you more content. It makes you feel more resilient. What it's doing in the brain is it's laying down happy memories, which is a good thing. The Dr. Linda Mental Show is next. And welcome to the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. I'm your host, Dr. Linda Mintel, the relationship doctor. And I'm here along with my co-host, Chris Weigel. And every weekend we're here, we're doing life together, and we're glad that you've joined us. You know, it's a real blessing to be in this studio, but it's awfully hot. Gosh. Well, <laughs> it gets hot every time we come in here. It's always hot in this room. Any, any other complaints you have, Chris? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a few. Well, you know, the other day at work, we were all doing a lot of complaining do you ever find yourself also complaining about work? No. I, <laughs> we did a show online. Maybe we should revisit yeah, that exactly. one. Here's the thing. We were complaining about problems with administrators. They don't listen to us. Too many meetings. Our coworkers who irritate us. Too little time to get things done. Uh, we weren't at a loss of mm. anything really to cover in that conversation. And we could go on and on. But I started to think, is this a great focus for our day? I'm not the uh, psychologist here, Dr. Linda, but I'm going to say no. (laughs) Probably not, since having an attitude of gratitude is the topic of today's show. Full disclosure here, it's really easy to complain, and Mm, I admit it. I admit I can go that way so fast. I'm guilty of failing in this really bad habit and not keeping gratitude front and center. So this is something I'm really trying to work on every single day. I think one of the reasons it's so hard for me is that I'm trained to deal with problems Mm. and to focus on the things that are wrong rather than the things that are right. But that's not an excuse. It means I just have to be more intentional. How about you? Complaining can be a conversation piece. If folks sit around and complain, at least you're talking about something. And I think we all go down that route of just sitting around and belly aching just to have something to say. Well, I think staying grateful is something most of us really do have to cultivate because it's really easy to focus on all the stuff that's going on around us that's wrong Mm. and bad these days. We've had a lot of problems, a lot of things that are big issues in our culture. I think we need to be very intentional about this. Mm, You're right. And it's really easy to pick up on the negative of a situation or a person and then focus on those again, because sometimes it can be fun to talk about. And that's what the news and social media does all the time. If it Mm -hmm. bleeds, it leads. That's how they write the news. But today we're going to discuss the many, many, many benefits of gratitude. And maybe we can make that a good habit. I'm excited about this topic. First of all, because I need to learn from it. Mm. But I hope it really is an encouragement to you who are listening. But also, I want to stay encouraging of myself to do this and to stay positive. Gratitude is really a state of thankfulness and appreciation. Mm. And it may be one of the most overlooked tools that we can implement daily to improve our quality of life, not only physically, emotionally, mentally, but also spiritually. That's right. And because of this, we are going to discuss the physical, emotional, and spiritual benefits. All of that. All of it in one show. That's right. All of these benefits of gratitude. And there may be a few surprises along the way. Dr. Linda, I may actually learn something on this show today. Gratitude can make a powerful difference in our lives, and it's free. 
and we don't have to order it online or worry because we can't afford it. So no Amazon Prime for this one. It doesn't have to come to our door, right? <laughs> Actually, scientists have been studying gratitude for quite a while now, and they really have discovered many benefits, like you said, even though the Bible's been instructing us to do this for <laughs> thousands of years, right? Gratitude works because it allows you to celebrate all that God has done for you, and it focuses the mind on what you already have rather than on maybe something that's absent or something that you need. Well, let's start with the physical benefits of gratitude. I bet most of us don't even realize the, the mind-body connection between gratitude and our physical health. I don't know that I've ever really thought about how gratitude can make me physically healthier. It's not something you probably think about most of the time, no. but you're right. It's that mind-body connection that's very strong. It's the way that God had designed us. The more that we actually express gratitude, we feel better. It creates these positive emotions in us. It actually creates joy and happiness. And then as we express that, there is a chemical in our body that's released, and this is the physical part of it, something called oxytocin. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but it's like that. It's a happy hormone, and it's a bonding hormone, and it really releases more the more we express this gratitude and we have this great physical reaction to it. So it's really cool when you start to learn that actually if I'm doing something that God instructs me to do, like give thanks, my body is actually making a hormone that's going to make me feel better. It's pretty cool. It's almost as if we were, what, created to be grateful, to yeah. have gratitude? <laughs> yeah. And th so this has been proven by scientists, but it's another example of how God's Word is so right when it comes to our flourishing. And here's another good example, Chris. We, you know, we take lots of vitamins. A lot of people do, and we are always trying to boost our vitality and our immune system and all these things. Well, maybe something as simple as practicing gratitude could make that difference. It would be a lot cheaper than the supplements. That's true. There's a lot of supplements. <laughs> Those cost money. Yeah. And again, if we go to the scientific studies, we find that gratitude and vitality... So the very things that you're taking all those vitamins for, gratitude and vitality are strongly associated, which means the more grateful you are, the more you're likely to report a physical vigor. Hmm. This seems to be just way too easy. It is. Yeah. Be more thankful and we will have more vigor. And another way to feel more invigorated is to get good sleep. And apparently there's even a connection between good sleep and gratitude. If you think of gratitude like a free sleep aid. So that's free, and okay. it doesn't have side effects. Just thinking about a few things that you are grateful for during the day will actually induce a relaxation response, which helps you fall asleep. Now, I've, I've tried this a few times. When I'm kind of wound up, I'm trying to get myself to calm down for the night, and a lot of things are going on in my mind, and I'm praying. I've tried just giving thanks, going through a list of things that I'm grateful for, and I actually notice that my body feels more relaxed and helps it did help me fall asleep so gratitude has been shown to also increase sleep quality it also reduces the time required to fall asleep and it increases sleep duration or the amount of time that you sleep so gratitude can also help with insomnia look at all these sleep benefits <laughs> so i said think of it like a sleep aid here yeah. it's related to about 15 to 18 percent more restorative sleep and 20 percent less daytime sleepiness and sleep dysfunction isn't that wild? Yeah, I never would have made this I connection. Know. That is amazing. This area of sleep is really big, and it, it has so many benefits when you get good sleep. Let's do a show on sleep. We did one. Yeah. With, with Dr. Panettiere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Scratch that idea. Okay, then. okay. But I did read somewhere that gratitude can make a difference also in your blood pressure. Is that true? 
there is a saying that, you know, that ounce of gratitude is worth a pound of cure. Well, listen to this. Listen to this in terms of your blood pressure. There are studies in which patients with hypertension, which means they have, you know, elevated blood pressure, were instructed to just count their blessings once a week, and their systolic blood pressure significantly decreased. And not only did it lower their blood pressure, but it also improved their immune function. I mean, this is good stuff. Mm. Here's the science. Grateful people have 16% lower diastolic blood pressure and 10% lower systolic. So that's the bottom and the top Mm -hmm. numbers when we're talking about that, compared to people who are less grateful. Who gives you a prescription like that? Uh, Now go home and be grateful. (laughs) Now that's not going to work for everybody, so don't go off your hypertension medication because we talked about that. Well, I'm not sure how this is related, but dietary fat intake is reduced by as much as 25% in people who keep a gratitude journal. Hmm. Maybe that's because gratitude helps you feel less stress, and then that leads to better eating. Maybe that's the connection. Mm -hmm. It is related to 23% lower levels of stress hormones, that cortisol that comes up. So maybe it's a stress issue there. But also, grateful people, including the people who are just grateful to God, have lower levels of a marker that's related to diabetes. It's a, a glucose control And that also is affected. This is just great the way it affects your body. It can also make you stay sharp as you age. I mean, look at we're talking about sleep and dietary fat and blood pressure. Get a dose of this today. That's our prescription. (laughs) So many physical health benefits when you do a simple and free thing, like we said, and that's just be grateful. But there is so much more. And after the break, how does gratitude impact our relationships and emotions? What do Thomas Jefferson, Agatha Christie, Pope John Paul II, and Princess Diana have in common? Well, these notable individuals and many others, past and present, share the habit of journaling. Hi, I'm Dr. Linda, the Relationship Doctor, and I've got some tips for you on the value of journaling. Whether you're just writing down a few thoughts or pouring out your heart on paper, journaling has some real benefits, like getting a handle on your emotions or a better understanding of other people or even organizing your priorities. Sometimes reading your older journal notes will help you appreciate the sweet little details of life you enjoyed but maybe have forgotten. One of the best benefits of journaling comes when you look back and you see how the Lord has been there in all your circumstances, directing your steps and taking care of the things that matter to you. If you've not considered journaling before, give it a try and see which of those benefits journaling might bring your way. Welcome back to the Dr. Linda Mental Show, and today we are talking about the many benefits of gratitude, and we've got a lot more to talk about, but before we move on, I want to remind you to check out Dr. Linda's website, drlindamental.com. That's where you'll find her blogs, books, and you can connect with Dr. Linda on social media. Her latest book is co-authored with physician James Cribbs. It's Living Beyond Pain, a book to help anyone deal with chronic pain. And listen to and share our podcasts on iTunes anywhere. And be thankful and grateful that we have those. Right. I am. I, that's one thing I'm grateful for, that we have that iTunes mm. podcast so people can listen anytime. That's it. And speaking of pain, Dr. Linda, you and Dr. Cribs have a chapter that talks about how gratitude takes down the volume of pain if you suffer from chronic pain. We actually included that, and you're right. It was in the chapter. It was one of the things that you can do to help your pain mm. was have a gratitude journal and start to be thankful every day. It make a huge difference. It seems a little bit counterintuitive because you're not thanking God for the pain. Hmm. You're thanking him for the other parts of your life, which we think then it distracts the brain into better things, and then that really actually helps with pain. 
Now, what about our overall mental health? Gratitude is a game changer. It really is. If you just keep a diary for two weeks, people who have done that have found that there is a 28% reduction in their stress levels and in their depression levels. It went down 16% just in health practitioners who kept a journal. If you just focus and do two gratitude activities, like maybe you write a little note to somebody or you count your blessings, that also reduced the risk of depression in a whole bunch of people. And writing a letter of gratitude reduces feelings of hopelessness for people. 88% of the time, Chris, with people who might have had some suicidal feelings and thoughts. So that is a huge increase because it's changing the picture to something more optimistic. It's amazing that these, uh, these numbers are so high and it's all just based on really gratitude. being thankful. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So here's what the leading researcher, Emmons, says about gratitude. This is a quote. Gratitude blocks toxic emotions such as envy, resentment, regret, and depression, which destroys our happiness. He says it's impossible to feel envious and grateful at the same time. It's such a simple point, but it's fairly profound. That's why we're making it really clear here mm -hmm. how much this can do, especially when we're talking about if you have a lifetime risk for depression or anxiety or substance use in your families, gratitude can bring back so much more positivity in your life and helps you bounce back from some of these things that are very difficult and debilitating. Gratitude can improve your mood. That's big time. Yes. Can you give us a specific way to be grateful? Very easy way to start is each day write down three things that you're grateful for and just notice if your mood changes. It can really make a difference. And mm. I've tried it a few times and it really does lift a down mood. It makes you more content. It makes you feel more resilient. What it's doing in the brain is it's laying down happy memories in the brain, which is a good thing. Well, in a time in our culture when we need to be more empathetic and less aggressive with each other, uh, gratitude can play a role. It enhances empathy. We need a little bit of that, like you said, and it actually reduces aggression. So think about if we reported stories about people being grateful, what that would do in the culture. It would really be a good thing. There was a study, Chris, at the University of Kentucky. People who ranked high on gratitude scales in that study were less likely to retaliate against each other, even when they were given negative feedback. They experienced more sensitivity, more empathy towards others, and a decrease in their desire to seek revenge. Wow. Does being grateful make a difference in your personality? It actually shapes who you are. People who are grateful are less materialistic, less self-centered. They have better self-esteem, and it makes them happier. I like all those benefits, and it makes you more alert and bright. Again, there is this thing in the brain that is increased. There's something called dopamine. It's like the reward center of the brain. Mm -hmm. And the more that you engage in gratitude, the more that that gets activated. So people that do gratitude regularly are more optimistic also. How about the impact of gratitude on our relationships? It improves them. Mm -hmm. A 2014 study published in the journal uh, Emotion, I love that name of the journal, Emotion, <laughs> revealed that showing appreciation helps us make new friends, and it actually helps us keep our existing relationships. The researchers say that people are drawn to people that have grateful hearts. Mm. And that's why the scripture tells us to have a grateful heart. And here it is. It's, it's part of what helps our relationships. Then it would make sense that your social life would improve. Uh, we all like to be around positive people, especially people who are, are grateful for what they have. 
Do you notice that with other people when you're in a, a circle, a social time? Of course, we haven't had too many of those. Yeah, really, what's pandemic. that like? <laughs> yeah. Remember when we used to right. do social things? If you have a group of complainers and a group of people who are, are grateful, I mean, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, you really want to be around the people who are grateful. Mm-hmm. It makes people like you. You have better friendships. You're kinder. Your marriage is actually healthier mm. if you do more gratitude. So that's another good marriage prescription. Now, here's a good one. Gratitude can even boost your career. How does that work? I found this really interesting because it was based in um, management. I was looking at management journals and, and the what works in terms of management. And it says people who are grateful are better at management. They improve their networking. They are more goal achieving. They improve their decision making and they increase their productivity. Hmm. That makes you a whole lot better as a worker right. and somebody who could have a really good career. I don't think the evidence could be more clear about how important it is to be grateful. And by now, you hopefully see how powerful gratitude can be in our lives. When we come back, we will be prescriptive. How can we make the change to cultivate a more grateful heart? Dr. Linda, one of our listeners asked this question. Sometimes I'm so overcome with worry and anxiety that I I think I'm losing my mind. Seems I've tried everything from drugs to meditation. Why doesn't anything work? Well, I'm so sorry that your life seems so unmanageable and overwhelming. Too often, though, it does seem nearly impossible to live in peace and contentment because of all the craziness in our world. Did you know that God's plan for handling worry is so simple and yet so perfect that you can begin using it today? Did you know that starting right now, you can begin to cultivate a worry-free life? These aren't pie-in-the-sky promises. They're God's prescription for you to thrive and to soar past your anxiety and worries. Try this. The next time you begin to feel overwhelmed by life's pressures and worry clouds your mind with negative thoughts and depression, say what King David prayed, the Lord is my strength and my shield. Remind yourself that my heart trusts in him and I am helped. I have so much more good news for you. I hope you'll find it in my book, Letting Go of Worry. Thanks, Dr. Linda. Now that's great advice. You can find God's plan for your peace and contentment in Dr. Linda's book, Letting Go of Worry. It's available wherever you buy your books online. You're listening to the Dr. Linda Mental Show, and Dr. Linda has written numerous books that you can find on her website or online. Check out her website, drlindamental.com. That's where you will find the book, Living Beyond Pain. And you can connect with Dr. Linda on social media. And don't forget, you can hear this program again on the podcast, which can be found on iTunes, and you can share it with anyone. Well, Dr. Linda, biblically, we see that gratitude is associated with adoration, praise, and offering or sacrifice. And we find ourselves giving thanks for what God has done and who he is, no matter what the day is or what type of day we're having. As the pilgrims noted, God is faithful and gives abundantly to his children. And Thanksgiving comes from a grateful heart to the one with a capital O who has given so much and continues to bless his children. So let's talk about how to be more grateful. If you want to change from a complainer to someone who is more in tune with gratitude, just begin by verbalizing a few things every single day. I think that's the easiest way to start, Chris. Be very intentional when you wake up in the morning or sometime through the day to say something that you're thankful for. You might even read books about thankfulness and practice thinking of things that you are thankful for while you're driving around in your car. That's Mm. one of the times when I really do that. 
I think about what's happened in the day, what has been good. I try to focus on that when I'm in the car. And then with others, you can make it a game. You can come up with, you know, what's the most things that you can be thankful for in a day. You could challenge your kids to a contest of that at the dinner table. You could also memorize scriptures that talk about thankfulness, like Psalm 100, and meditate on those scriptures. You know, a couple times uh, throughout this show, you've talked about journaling and writing things down. Is it a good idea to actually grab a pencil or a pen and write, or can you do it on your phone or an email to yourself or something like that? You could you could do it on your phone if you have a note you know section on your phone. Mm-hmm. But I did try this for about six months. I had a journal, and I started with three things at the beginning of the day and three things at the end of the day. And they don't have to be big things. Mm-hmm. For example, one of them was I was grateful for a warm bed every night. I was grateful for kind neighbors. I was grateful for children who who did their best at school. I was grateful for just the the ability to have a a great husband. Oh, he's listening, so I hope you well, heard that he, one. He's sitting right there. <laughs> I know, he's in the control room, right? <laughs> so when you do that, when you're writing down those thoughts, it really reinforces it in your brain, and it requires you to be very intentional about the process. So I do like to get it on paper. I think journals are kind of popular right now. They're, mm-hmm. they're somewhat coming back right. because people don't write anything anymore. I remember one of our Thanksgiving shows that you talked about a gratitude box. Yes. And, and suggested that we have one year-round. The idea there was to have family members contribute to that box every day. Then after a meal, you pull out a few of the notes and you read them aloud as a family. This really teaches children and adults in the process to be intentional about their blessings. I'm old enough to remember this old hymn in the church that we used to sing, count your blessings, name them one by one. I remember it because I played in the orchestra, and it goes real fast at the end. So Mm -hmm. we loved it in the orchestra. So at the very end, it goes, count your many blessings, see what God has done. (laughs) You do it real fast. (laughs) But that's one way you can do it is to have this box and then pull them out. And for kids, that could be kind of a fun thing. Mm -hmm. Well, let's go over a few ways then to uh, practice gratitude in addition to the, uh, the gratitude box. Don't negate anything that's small. So begin Mm -hmm. with small things, something as inconsequential. Here's what I've done. Oh, thank you for a green light, Mm, especially when I'm in a hurry to get home because I have to use the restroom. (laughs) I'm very thankful. I'll say thank you, God, for a green light. Thank you. It is the small things, like you said. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) You can start a gratitude challenge with a friend or family member. Would you do that? May not be a bad idea, yeah. Yeah, and then you could do that, and it could really help you. You could even do that with your partner, Mm -hmm. with your spouse. So it's a good idea for married couples as well. And it would really change your feelings toward that spouse because you'd be generating all these good feelings. Mm -hmm. It's focusing again on the positive. That's a good thing. How about volunteering your time? When you do volunteer, you hear so many things from people when you're Mm -hmm. helping other people. It's very contagious. People thank you, and then you feel grateful for them. You feel grateful that you had the opportunity to serve someone else. You can write thank you letters to people, especially those who have contributed to your life. Now, have you ever done that? You know what? I just did. You did? (laughs) About three weeks ago, I got a piece of paper and a pen and, and wrote a thank you letter, yes. I think that's awesome. We've lost the art of doing that. My parents were really big on us writing thank you notes to people. Well, and if you're like me and you have horrible handwriting, (laughs) you can send a text or maybe a quick message. It can boost your uh, mood and it would boost the mood of others. We had uh, our daughter and one of her friends stayed at a place that we have. And and when we got there this past weekend, there was a a note on a napkin 
that was put on top in the refrigerator. And it was so sweet. It was handwritten. And yeah. it was just a note of, of gratefulness and thankfulness. And it really made us feel good. Again, I think just pick a person. You could also pick a target. So maybe picking the person. I did try this one day. I didn't stick with it. But the person who irritates me the most at work, mm-hmm. I thought I'm going to pick a couple of things to say to, to him that would be a gratitude statement. And it really did make the day go better, but I did not sustain it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm being honest. I didn't sustain it. Who is it? Like I'm going to say, <laughs> you almost had me on that one. But, you know, if you look for someone who rarely gets the thank you, that's mm. another good one. Right. I always think about the janitor, yes. the person who's doing the things that they don't get credit for. They're behind the scenes. All those workers that put up all the chairs at church. Uh, you could also smile. And disrupt the flow of negativity, which this, this isn't something I'm good at. I'm not a big smiler. But flashing a smile can be a visual reminder that there is much to be happy about in life despite your challenges. It's kind of contagious when you mm-hmm. do that. It can so. be weird, too. <laughs> well, yeah. if it's a fake smile. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you, you, you... If all of a sudden I see you smiling, <laughs> I'm going to be suspicious That's if right. I see you smiling, exactly. right? That's right. You know, the Bible has a lot to say about gratitude and giving thanks. I'd like to just read a few verses and maybe have us all pause and think mm. about those verses. So the first one, Chris, is from Psalm 118.24. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Colossians 3.17 says, and, and whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. You and I could sing that because it's a doxology in our mm-hmm. church. Here's one from Hebrews 12:28. Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Boy, what a good word for now. A kingdom that cannot be shaken. And thus, let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe. Colossians 3:15 says, And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. And that's part of that doxology again. And then in Psalm 95:2. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. That one has a feeling of fun with it. Yeah. And then in Psalm 100, verse 4, it says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Let's just all vow to be grateful. We've just heard the word of the Lord in all of this. We know of all the many, many benefits of being grateful. It shapes who we are. It has a blessing that's returned to us from it. Make gratitude your default and notice how it changes you. Here's a quote from Abraham Lincoln that seems relevant for today. It reminds us to not forget to give thanks. Here's what he said. But we have forgotten God. We have forgotten the gracious hand which preserved us in peace and multiplied and enriched and strengthened us. And we have vainly imagined by the deceitfulness of our hearts that all these blessings were produced by some superior wisdom in virtue of our own. So let's pause. Let's be intentional. Let's attend to the blessings that we have in our life. Yes, there's trouble and things have, are going wrong, but a daily dose of gratitude can change your day. Begin a new habit. Each day, rehearse your blessings. Focus on what you have versus what you don't have and see how different your day turns out. Gratitude will make a difference. Our advice for physical, emotional, and spiritual health is to give thanks with a grateful heart. It's good medicine for the soul. I want to close with Psalm 107, 1, 8, and 9. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. 
Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and his wonderful works to the children of men, for he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. Well, that's all the time we have today. Many thanks to our producer, Norm Mintel, our engineer, and my co-host, Chris Weigel, who makes the show a conversation. From all of us here at Faith Radio, we'll talk to you next weekend. In the meantime, remember, we're doing life together, and it's better when you don't have to do it alone. Well, thanks for listening to this conversation from the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. These podcasts are available because of listener support. You can make a gift now at MyFaithRadio.com. And thanks for sharing this audio link with a friend and helping us grow the impact of the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. Also, take a moment to subscribe to the podcast today at iTunes or your podcast player, and you'll never miss a show.